Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Did you know that you were born with a God-given right to reach out to angels whenever you need them? Yes, indeed. And you're probably wondering, how is she going from talking about magic to angels? So I'm actually very well-versed and I have studied angelology, which is the study of angels. And I also do angel card guidance. And during my healing sessions, I do call upon a group of angels who actually assist me in my sessions. So angels are actually very powerful celestial beings available to anyone who is open to them. And we can't work. They don't actually come to us unless until we call upon them. So they work with people of all different beliefs and paths, and they'll work with anyone who calls on them, regardless of religion and, you know, the workings of God's original creations, the archangels, it existed long before humankind and organized religion. So that being said, if you've struggled with your physical, emotional health, then know that the angels can and want to help you ease your mind, build up your spirit, your soul, and heal your body. You know, angels, they want to guide us in the most purposeful direction. And since humankind began, angels have existed to really help us adapt and survive here on earth. So you can think of angels as, you know, each angel has a specialty and they represent an aspect of God. So you can think of them as facets on the face of God, like the ultimate jewel and gem of the universe. And these facets or angels are prisms that radiate divine light and love in specific ways to everyone on earth. And when you're searching for a partner, can't find work, or feel like opportunities aren't coming your way, that is a drought. And angels are there to help us adapt to these circumstances to survive until they can bring the cool reins of the right partner financial support or exciting changes and when your cup is overflowing and you have too much work to do too many opportunities or relationship so abundant that you can't keep up with it you're in a flood the angels are there to buoy you out to help you stay afloat and nurture your relationships as you balance out your commitments and turn down the spigot on the projects even if there's a freaking heat wave and you have way too much stress and too many demands upon your time, confrontations, responsibilities, issues with, you know, the people you love, the people in your life, angels are still available. They will intervene. They will help you alleviate the stress, lower those demands, and strengthen you for any other responsibility needed. And finally, an earthquake is the name of when 
unexpected problems and disruptions arise. So thinking of accidents, illness, getting laid off, losing a loved ones, there are angels that you can actually call upon to help your loved ones pass onto the right place, you know, to resolve loss and to cover from accidents as well, to sustain a job, to heal from sickness, all of that, and then some. So just like a weather map, having totally different conditions in different parts of the country, you probably experience different combinations of things that I mentioned earlier as well, right? You can even experience all four at once. For example, you could have a drought of support, a flood of work, a heat wave of responsibility, and then suffer an earthquake of loss. And you're not alone. And your life and path are not set in stone. You can choose a new direction. And to say it another way, when our souls arrive here on earth, we decide to play a certain role and not stray from that. Or we can use our free will to write down our own part. Everything is not already written. Everything hasn't already happened. So we all have the option to break out of the mold. We have a say in our fucking destiny. And the angels are really here to help guide us in our decision making. So to make the most out of our free will, they're here to intercept trouble and present new opportunities. They want to help us grow, change, and really handle whatever life brings our way. You know, they're here to help us see the light, guide us, pull us out of the darkness. However, you need to envision or interpret the angels, whether as light beings, animals, or other types of creatures unique to your inner vision. They will take that form. They will do it to help you. And angels don't exist to fulfill our every wish and desire. They're here to help us do God's work, whether that's healing ourselves from illness, reclaiming our soul, um, helping others that are in need. They've been doing it for ages. And here's the secret. You have to know the right angels to ask. You have to know the right way to ask. You have to have faith. You have to be open. And you have to work with them. And that's what I'm going to cover in today's podcast. So for starters, there are actually nine choirs of angels. So consider the choirs to be branches. The first, seraphim. These are the highest order of angels. They're said to be shining bright because they're closest to God and they're pure light. Next are cherubims. I consider them to be like little cupids because they're chubby children with wings and they're the second highest in order. So they're all about love. I consider them to be the romance angels. Third is the thrones, which is... They reside in the highest realm of heaven. So these thrones are the bridge between the material and spiritual world. And they represent God's fairness and justice. Then you have your dominions, which are the highest in the next triad level of angels. So they're the overseers or they're like the managers of angels according to God's will. 
Next are the virtues. These angels govern the order of the physical universe. So they watch over the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets. And then you have your powers, which basically they are the peaceful warriors that help to purify the universe from lower energies. Next are the principalities. So these are the angels closest to earth and they watch over the planet, including the nations, the cities, everything to ensure God's will of peace over earth. Then you have the archangels, which are the overseers of humankind and the guardian angels. And then each archangel actually has a specialty representing an aspect of God. And lastly are the guardian angels. So you and every individual have personal guardian angels assigned to you throughout your life. And then, of course, I have to bring this up as well. Demons have ma- demons have monsters. Demons have masters. And their masters are basically the angels. Specifically tied to Archangel Michael, who also has guardian angels that work for him. And then they are the masters of demons. So that's why demons bother human beings when we're on lower vibrations. Because unlike us, they don't have free will. So anytime you're triggered and stuff and you just curse them out and tell them to go back to their slave masters and call them slaves, like, they will be gone. Um, <laughs> so since archangels are close to earth and humankind, it's very natural for us to connect with them. And in the Bible, there's so many stories about people interacting with Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, and the archangels still interact with us in conjunction with God's will of peace. So we don't pray to archangels. We don't worship them. All glory goes to God. Okay. And we work with archangels simply because they are God's intended gift to us all. And they're part of the divine plan for peace. So why don't we simply direct all questions and requests to God? Because the archangels are extensions of God, right? Who are easier to hear and feel during times of great stress. So their vibrations are very condensed and they're very palpable and practically tangible. You know, it's just like looking at a sunset or a rainbow reminding us of God's love. So do the archangels. And you don't have to be saintly or perfectly behaved, you know, to elicit the archangels help because they look past human mistakes and see the inner goodness within us all. And they want to bring peace to earth by helping us be peaceful. So their mission includes helping the unpeaceful people of the world. So how many archangels are there? That's a question that I get asked quite a bit. And the answer really depends on who you ask, right? Because traditionally people think of the quartet, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, and Uriel. However, as I mentioned, they're only two named in the traditional Bible. Muslims hold that there are four, Gabriel, Michael, Azrael, and Raphael. The Bible's book of Revelation tells us that there are seven archangels. And then in the non-canonical book of Tobit, Raphael says that he is one of the seven. And then the agnostics, 
they held seven um, archangels in esteem. Historians actually believe that the number seven comes from Babylonians blend of religion and astronomy and this is basically with reverence for the seven planets and the seven mystical powers. So which seven archangels actually make the list? I don't know because every source has a different take on it. But the main point of what I want today's podcast to be is that archangels are so popular that they are actually cherry picking at their jobs this point because they're so busy and revered. They like to choose gigs that really speak to them. So the three basic facts of angels are that they work for God, their powers are vast but infinite, and they do have free will. So because of the last fact of them having free will, they're susceptible to ego. So any being with free will, whether human or angelic, is actually vulnerable to ego, okay? And you might have heard of fallen angels. Those are the ones whose egos got so big, they felt they were mightier than God and tried to overthrow him, which caused a fall from grace. So since everyone knows about Archangel Michael and Gabriel and they're flooded with requests for help from all over the globe, they may not be able to meet everyone's demands. And I'm not trying to deter you from calling upon them. They are named and loved by God and hold extreme power. It's just that the need for God's angels is greater now more than ever. And, you know, Archangel Michael and Gabriel's phones are like ringing off the hook, right? But what a lot of people don't know is that there are more powerful angels that we can call upon. Ones who can be more useful in our lives who will hear our prayers. And these angels are fear, fears. Oh my God, I can't talk anymore. These angels are females and rarely called upon. So each is actually best known by a word of power that really represents her essence. So there are 21 essential angels and 21 stands for rebirth, new beginnings, um, rising out of the ashes, right? Having a fresh start. And although there are many other known angels, there are the ones that are the most powerful and beneficial in today's trying times, which I'm actually going to share with you. So like essential oils, you know, these angels are very potent and each has a different property. So as I go about reading and describing each angel, see which ones really call out to you and jot it down and call upon them, right? Whatever you really resonate with, you you got to find your own group and feel free every week or during a certain situation, you can come back to this portion of the podcast and listen to which names really stick out to you. So Here we go. Let's get into it. Angel of mercy. By far the most powerful angel to call upon in your darkest hour because she's actually more powerful than even the archangels. And she's one of the strongest angels in God's angelic realm because God has summoned her many times to battle darkness. Angel of faith. And you call upon her in whatever way suits you. If you make this a daily practice, 
the rhythm will help you transition the habit into a full-blown conviction. So tell the angel of faith you are finally ready. Angel of trust. Help when you're struggling with recovering from betrayal. Angel of healing. To provide temporary relief or to heal a loved one. For long-term healing, you have to call on other angels to help you build up to a point where you can actually heal yourself. Angel of restitution. She really understands how the spirit and the soul can get beaten down. So she helps you recover from emotional trauma. And this angel will help you resolve deep-seated issues, codependency, anything of that sort. Angel of deliverance. This angel really provides relief to someone who's going through an earthly judgment. For example, someone getting divorced, someone getting fired, and she can actually help free your soul from the imprisonment of fear and anger and just deception. Angel of sun. Call on her when you're in the sun to open up your body cells so they fully take in the healing power of the rays. Angel of light. Name her in order to be bathed in the restorative angelic light given to her by God, right? The angel of light is more powerful than the sun itself. Angel of water. You can ask her to change the frequency of the water that you bathe in to make it more cleansing, nourishing, grounding. If you're soaking a wound, you can call upon her to uh, speed up the process of the healing. Angel of air. Right after a frustrating encounter, you know, an argument, you can actually ask the angel of air to cleanse the negative vibration that the person passed on to you. And her special purifying energy will change the frequency of the air that's around you so you're more in harmony. And this is a really powerful technique to change your frame of mind. Angel of purity. When you want to get rid of your, you know, addiction, this angel can really help you to break free from poisonous chains of habit. Angel of fertility. Aiding in conception, carrying a baby to term. Angel of birth. This is perfect for the health of a mother and child during delivery. Angel of peace. To help heal the mental distress and really bring new seeds of hope and positivity. Angel of beauty. So if you feel closed off to the beauty of nature that surrounds you, the sun, the trees, the hills, summon the angel of beauty because she'll open you up to really appreciate and absorb your surroundings in ways that you never thought possible. So this angel is also your ally when a romantic partner is obsessed about talking about other people's physical appearance. So when a good a coworker's good looks have turned him vain or when a sibling's physical beauty earns her all the attention and, and adoration, ask the angel of beauty to shift people's mindsets to recognize true beauty, the beauty of a shining soul. Angel of purpose. Call upon her if you're struggling with your purpose here on earth. If you're numb, confused, worried, you're not useful to others or even yourself, 
if you've lost confidence in something or everything, the angel of purpose will be by your side. Angel of knowledge. When a loved one needs advice and you're just at a loss or you want more to give than just, you know, a pat on the back, you know, you'd be surprised at the healing, soothing words that come out of your mouth when you call upon this angel and you can ask her to help when you need information or advice for yourself as well. And if you just don't know where to find it, angel of wisdom for guidance when you're about to make a really important decision. Angel of awareness. You know, people are always trying to be more present and mindful. And it's critical to summon the angel of awareness to make this intention complete. Only then will you be fully in the moment. And also, if you want the people around you to be less judgmental and have better communication, you call upon this angel to help open their minds. Angel of Relationships If you're having a problem with your spouse or someone you're dating, or even if you're single and looking for a good match, call on the angel of relationships. And lastly, angel of dreams. So you can pray to her to enter your dreams and heal you, sort out and resolve emotional turmoil. You know, so many have experienced the angel of dreams when they were younger. She's the one who can make them fly when they were asleep. Even if your waking life is troubled, you can call upon her to help your help you re-experience that soul freedom in your dreams. So lastly, not many people know this, but there is a group of 144,000 angels that don't have names that are actually referred to as the unknown angels. And 144,000 is a holy number that God reveres. So because these angels are unnamed, they have no notoriety, no acclaim, and their temptation to develop an ego is very little. So the unknown angels are some of the most powerful of all and, you know, at least in demand. But if you have faith in them, They can actually perform miracles for you. You know, they do that. That's their job. So they do their work on you while you're asleep, restoring both your body and your soul. And this group of angels can actually be so powerful because life instills a fear of the unknown in us. And on earth, everyone and everything is named, right? Like it takes some rewiring for us to really see the value of anything that's not known and to tap into the deep reserve, you know, the deep reserves of our faith. And when we do get in touch with that utmost form of trust, it's fucking radical. Like you might call upon say like the, the angel of light to restore your soul while you're awake when you go to bed You can call upon the unknown angels to aid in your healing and rejuvenation. And calling upon the unknown angels while dealing with chronic issues or just heavy things in your life is powerful. So you can ask for just one unknown angel or you can ask for a group of them. Say 
three or four together. But the unknown angels are eager for a chance to work with us. And if you summon the unknown angels, you'll actually find yourself tapping into a major resource of profound power for healing your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit. So the most important thing I have to say as I close off is that you have to ask the angels for their help out loud. You can't just think it um, unless until you are unable to speak. But this is huge, you know, like angels are dealing with so much negativity on the planet violence, epidemics, pandemics, corruption, um, you know, and we need to be active and proactive in really calling their attention. You know, our minds are spider webs of just thought, emotions, obsessions, fear, anger, insecurity, guilt, worry, pain. Um, you know, who's mad? Who thinks what about us? And angels don't want to get stuck in all that. It's too difficult to disentangle the genuine request for help. So remember, angels have free will. It takes a little bit of work on our end to show that we're sincere, honest, and committed. But angels don't like to be toyed around or tested. They want us to take them very seriously. So in order to get a response from an angel, you have to be fully set and say them their name out loud. What you're requesting is... You don't have to scream. A whisper works as long as it comes out of your mouth. And then there they are with you, guiding you. So don't be afraid to ask the angelic forces for help with your problems. Needing help doesn't mean you're weak. You don't have to always be positive and only use affirmations. You know, the angels just want you to be honest and expressing that you need their assistance shows great strength and honesty by accepting the truth in your life and wanting to move forward from that because you get to move forward with your life. You get to heal and have amazing things happen to you. So if you start tapping into the angel's powers, as I've outlined in this episode, your life will change. So that concludes the podcast. However, I'd like to give some exciting business updates. So I have rebranded from True Unfoldment to Bloom Shakti, which is B-L-O-O-M-S-H-A-K-T-I. And that is the new name of the Instagram, my website, and also the email if you decide to reach out to me, let me know how this podcast was for you, any, you know, ideas you have for future podcasts that you'd like me to cover, or even giving me feedback on how I can improve or whatever, bloomshaktihealing at gmail.com. So until next week, my loves, take care, be well, be safe and stay thriving. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.